0: Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Doctors Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after
1: kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in the show Midlife News Boss. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of life after kids with doctors, Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke and I'm Dr. Lynn. Hey everyone. We're talking about a
0: very um, amazing topic because we're talking. You are about... really blowing this topic <laughs> up. Let's go. We're talking about, well, I think I have to prep it up a little bit because if they think it came out and just said, well, you we're to talking to about really it'd boring. be like thumb, thumb, thumb. Yes. So stick with us here. Cause yes. there's a, there's a really cool, honestly, like our bodies are amazing. And this is one of those times where it's like, um, it's, it showcases that right yes. with this Agreed. particular hormone that we're going to talk about. And it's also one that women have typically have higher levels than men. So whoo, yes. <laughs> and it's oxytocin. Okay. <laughs> <Bum>, <laughs>
1: Why do we think we're so funny? Nobody else thinks we're as funny as we do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We entertain ourselves. So hopefully, once in a while, we entertain you too. But yes. So, okay. What is oxytocin? Why are we talking about it?
1: Yes. Oxytocin. Get to the point. Are you asking me? Okay. I will tell you oxytocin is a hormone. It is. And it's a feel good hormone. You feel when this hormone is released, you're feeling all that happy, goodness, love. Like it's just that warmth feeling. And it actually is the hormone that is released when you are breastfeeding your baby. I hate to mention that because all of us are in life after kids. So I don't want to make you sad there, but if you know that feeling when your milk would let down or when you would start to nurse your baby and that just overwhelming sense of like love and warmth for your baby, for your child, that's oxytocin kicking in. Yeah. It's actually called the love hormone. Oh, I love that.
0: Yes, It's, it's nicknamed that. Yeah, And during breastfeeding, that's a great That's a great thing to point out because that is when, uh, some of those levels have been at the highest. You remember that guys, like it is fun to kind of go back and think about that. I mean, Mm -hmm. for some of us, it was a pain, you know, to get going, but if you were able to be a mom who was able to stick, you know, for whatever reasons, breastfeeding is complicated. So no judgment judgment here. No, But if you did make it to a time where it became like kind of easy to nurse your child, then it became so enjoyable. And yeah. it's because this hormone would, you know, be on the front and hormone. So it is, you know, it comes from the pituitary in the brain, which is a little gland in the brain. Mm-hmm. And it stimulates us to feel more of the feelings that we're feeling related yeah. to love attachment, connection, and just satisfaction from being with our loved ones. Yeah. And it's
1: interesting that it comes from the pituitary too, just, well, maybe I find it interesting because I'm nerdy, but (laughs) like the pituitary gland is, as you said, it's in your brain. So pretty much, so it's like a control center, just like your brain is a control center. And most of the hormones are like control hormones and they act on other glands. So like, you know, you have like the luteinizing, the follicle, stimulating, those act on your ovaries. They tell your ovaries what to do. And then you have TSH, which tells your thyroid what to do, but then this oxytocin acts directly on your body and it's coming from that same, like that master control, right? Yeah. So it actually functions
0: more like a neurotransmitter mm-hmm. instead of a hormone It's what you're saying. It doesn't really have a target organ. Like it no, 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 no.
1: It's yeah, exactly. And yeah. when we talk about, when you're saying neurotransmitters, like serotonin, dopamine. Um, and dopamine, things that are feel good, that help, you know, your mood, right? Yeah. So basically
0: to get this. So yes, please. It's going to help turn off your experience. So if you can get your oxytocin flowing, this is going to amplify what you're already experiencing. Yes. Which is why it's so important to be present in your body and like conscious. Right. So, you know, there's different substances that alter our state, but like fall in love a little bit with like, just that feeling of being completely present and conscious in the moment, because there are some really cool things inside of our body that can help to amplify those experiences. Like, like oxytocin, right. like, so it doesn't always have to be alcohol or it doesn't always have to be muscle relaxers or yeah. you don't have to rely on, I guess what I'm saying is medications. Cause what's so cool about your body is your body makes some
1: of this. Yeah stuff on its own when you know how it works and you understand it and you can facilitate it naturally and simply that's a really great thing to your point right like yeah. the cool thing about oxytocin is that releasing it
0: requires another person <laughs> yes
1: it does yes and we most of us don't have babies to nurse anymore no, I, so we've got to get it other ways so you can't get it by yourself gonna be Locked in a room
0: no you could probably get it from your cat or your dog, but I don't know. I wonder. But let's focus on humans here. So it's going to come from almost any form of social bonding, not just breastfeeding and childbirth. So, if this That's stays right. in our life, it's going to look like, you know, a hug from our child or yes. a spouse or yes. a friend, anyone, a hug anybody, anyone. your we parents, or hugging.
1: We need to do more we hugging. Help we stopped that with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, yes. contact. And this is why, like, if you ever wondered why contact and hugging is so important and why it has the effect that it does, it's because of this. Oxytocin. This is the physiology behind science it. science
0: behind this. And why we're so depressed and became so depressed as a society right after the pandemics, because we were so isolated. So yes. We were having an oxytocin shortage. Right. And to to your point, it's not just a hug. Like, It's not just like- yeah. That's not going to do it. You have to hold a hug for 6 seconds. Really? Yeah.
1: Six oh, I'm seconds. all for it. I am here for hugs. I'm so here for all the hugs. It's yeah. a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. That's going to allow that oxytocin release to happen. And and that gives you a chance to really like breathe in it into it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you come in, you do that. Like that's good too because it is contact, it is feeling, sure. connected. But if you are really feeling something and you go up and give a person a hug, hold it for just a little bit longer, and that's that. going to um, stimulate that oxytocin. To kick Could
1: in. you tell my boys that? Because <laughs> here I am. I've done a TikTok on it. But <laughs> your arms them around down. them, and you're trying to hold on, and they're like they just want to like get in and get off. out, in and out as quick as they can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so
1: funny. Um,
0: my daughter's good at this. So oh, she's a great yeah, hugger. She's a great hugger. Um, and so is Mark. Yeah. He's a really good I hugger. Know. Actually, I'm the, I'm the worst hugger of my family. You are. I really am. Yeah. So, and, and you know what, I wonder if there's something there. It's just, you know, the, the more healed you are and the more receptive you are to that oxytocin, I think the more receptive you are to that physical touch. So yeah. Um. Yeah. If you, yeah. So it's important, just, just do it and then act as if kind of thing. It'll yes. And,
1: and by the way, To your point, to circle back to the dogs, to animals and cats, you can have an oxytocin release from that. So if you're not like necessarily a people person, (laughs) like you love on your, my dogs, like there is research behind, and I'm sure it relates to oxytocin that, you know, when you pet an animal, your blood pressure drops. Mm. So you can't, I mean, my dogs, what they've done for me. Oh, yeah,
0: I can't. I love my dogs. So, so yeah.
1: So keep that in mind too, for if you're
0: looking for more connection. Yeah. So we spoke about women having, typically having higher levels than men. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to show our men. Oh yeah. A little bit about this because they can benefit from it too. So, um, but sometimes we can be that person typically, you know, typically to, to hug on them, love on them and, Mm -hmm. and we get a benefit, but so do they. So good to your point with the boys. So one thing that's really important to know though, and, and, you know, this might be a little bit nerdy and geeky too, but I just get so excited about this. So oxytocin is a blanket over other hormones. So it trumps all hormones. Like this is a master hormone in the sense that cortisol, adrenaline, those are the ramping up hormones, the fight to that play stress to be prepared to run away from being eaten by a tiger. Yeah. Oxytocin is the calming hormone that could come in and just put a blanket on that. And put us back into that state of growth and repair, shift us out of fight or flight. So awesome. So the message here is if you are stressed out, if you are, you know, wound up, then you need to go ask for a hug. Mm-hmm. You need, these are the antidotes. You need to sit with your partner and just, you know, yes. in a, sit and look into each other's eyes and talk yes. or whatever.
1: Sit with your pet,
0: um, sit with your pet, even sharing a meal, um, mm-hmm. scientists are finding out can stimulate that oxytocin. You just need to seek social connection. You need to be, you have to have you it and not isolate. That is the most, um, the worst thing you can do in a situation where you're feeling very stressed, very like, you know, keyed up, mound mm-hmm. up. It's mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do is to run away. And sometimes we do that because we feel like we're not good company. Yeah. Right. And so, oh gosh, I just, I, I think you just need to hopefully I pray that you in that instant can remember this conversation and just a little bit of like de- defense mode will kick in and you'll yeah. go seek something out so that you can shift out of that because that's, you need to, to do something to just get yourself
1: out of that cycle. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of a pattern interrupt too. Right. Right. It's so good. And, and you know, this, Uh, let's just touch base real quick I hope I'm not sidetracking you but the power of this connection and and we see this in research too yeah let's talk about um, Dr. Waldinger Robert Waldinger out of Harvard they did like the longest study on humans and watched them from like you know they were young all the way now these people are up into their 80s and beyond and they found surprisingly because they weren't looking for it they were looking to see what like impacts your longevity and l- lifespan and happiness and can i just add in before you talk about the results
0: that so these were men from harvard these were men from south boston they had come from different all demographics facts, backgrounds and what they were looking at was what is going to lead to the happiest healthiest most fulfilled lives and they studied them over 75 years i believe yeah Yeah. I mean, they were young when they started it. Yes. Amazing. And they went into their families and like, it was the, as you mentioned, the longest, very rigorous
1: running, continuous running study. Yes. Ever done. And what did they find out? They found that the single most important piece to your health and to your longevity, meaning length of life and happiness and happiness. Yep. Is connection and community. Boom. I mean that when I, first read those results that was such a we need like do not discount how important your connection with other people is so guys
0: just stop for a minute and think about this that trumps money so some of these people had money some of these people did not right and more overwhelmingly they they didn't say that the money made them happy it was
1: essentially
0: it was the people it was their relationships the happiest people weren't necessarily the richest ones yeah which we know, right? To a certain point, money, until you meet your needs, like if your basic needs are being met and they're not being met rather, then yeah, it's stress. And you're not, you're not going to be at a level where you can think about anything else. You've got to be able to eat and put shelter over your head. But beyond that, money does not add to your happiness. It was the quality of your social interactions is what they found that led to those higher levels of fulfillment and happiness.
1: Even more important than even eating, exercise, all of the things when it comes to your health and longevity, it's the single most important thing don't discount see, that yeah and can't you see that connection to oxytocin this is what i'm it's saying Trump, it's a full circle it's the, it trumps everything else trumps everything else so and i'll tell you and you know this that i just had a couple of days where i, I had my mom and her friends in at the lake this was hi renee by the time you're hearing this say, hi renee or hi mom <laughs> it's been a while right because we're recording ahead of time but um it was summer then in july and or june anyway her friends came up and then they left and i stayed for three days because I needed to get like work done there were people coming in so I stayed here by myself I was never I was so excited to have that time of quiet nobody around me and when my kids showed up three days later then my husband behind them I was like I love you I love you I love you don't I do never want to live by myself like I I realized in those three days really like we need that so here's the deal if you're in the life after kids community we're all making a plan I don't know where, where do we want to go live? We're going to get some, like, we're going to be like the golden Girls <laughs> and have some fun.
0: Love it. Yeah. Because women live longer than men typically, and we don't want to live together yeah. or alone rather yeah. we don't live together. We don't want to live alone. Yeah. So why not come together, pool our resources, pool our, you know, just saying. our, um, all the things that we have going for us and and, and bring it together. So.
1: And Which is why, you know, there's something also to be said, and I'm not projecting this on you or I or anybody that's listening here, anyone in the Life After Kids community, but, you know, the people that end up going to, um, and I feel like they're becoming more, more and more popular, retirement homes. They're like over 50, over 60 communities. They're getting that connection all day long with peers, right? So am I the only person who thinks that sounds fun? <laughs> listen well, in theory it sounds fun I mean somebody cooks for you every day right you show up at social happy hour at five o'clock You're, you play games you have people singing to you you can drink they will they serve you don't have alcohols. to drive you don't have to drive if you don't <laughs> want to all your friends are right there across your the bar hall. is down the hall you can go to movie night you can go to
0: dancing you can go- <laughs> it's made out to be so sad but and I guess I get it it's a business and it's like you know, you're not necessarily curating the people that come together. So you just get people from all walks and yeah. maybe, maybe there's com- personality conflicts or just sadness that you have to try yeah. to overcome. And there's people that are, are there and this is their job so, and they're yeah. not necessarily fully invested, but if like, can we not just figure this out? Because man, I think if this is done right, this could
1: be a whole lot of fun. Well, yes. And there are places that, you know, are assisted living or more that, that, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. Although sometimes that's necessary if your health declines, but these independent living, like over 50, over 60, where you're fully, you're fully functioning, healthy. You have your car, you still drive, but you basically have your own apartment. It can be one, two bedrooms, even more in the facility. And everybody else is living that way too. And there's a dining, there's, you, you have your own kitchen it, Mimi started out at a place like this. You have your own kitchen where you can cook for yourself and do all the things on your own if you want to in a dining room. But you can also go to the dining room and eat with your friends every morning, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And there's a movie theater and there's a bowling alley and there's a walking trail outside through like beautiful like garden and they have live music come in. I mean, I'm really what selling What more this. do you need? <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it comes back to, so I just have the chippany.
0: And carry- oh, I'm in, I'm in comes back to this epiphany that I think that you need to be healthy in that environment. So in other words, you need to be aging well and not yeah. being very, you have your mobility, have your independence, because it's when you start to yeah. lose that from sickness or injury or age that yes. it can come more of a sad place. So yes. it's all the things we talk about in start today to prepare for that so, so that, that you stay healthy and vibrant. Healthy and and here's, vibrant.
1: here's the thing though, you would say, you might say like, well, if I'm healthy and vibrant and driving and able to live on my own and I don't need assistance why why would I go to a place like that and here's the reason why is this connection in the community you build the social interactions mm-hmm. you've got to have with your peers it's a piece of your healthcare puzzle yeah I think that's why they they become more popular. Yeah. It's very um, interesting. So. In the
0: meantime, when you're at home, oxytocin, ways to do that. Remember the hugs, remember the handshakes, the high fives, the, you know, the connecting with another person, sharing a meal, call your girlfriend, go out for a lunch. Like don't, don't do the, you know, even if you live with your family members, break it up, go out with somebody else, just really connect with another human. It will pay off in dividends.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm just <laughs>
0: What did
1: I say? Wow, you didn't say anything. I was listening to you, but I was also in my own head. And I was just thinking about Mimi. Like when we went to, when she was still in independent living, you know, they would have like live entertainment or even DJs or whatever. And they would play like be- beautiful music, you know, that, but it was like Frank Sinatra music and it might've been like Dean Martin or whatever. That's, what is What would the music be like for us? So it's much- going to be so much fun. That's what I'm thinking, Tom. Wow, I think you just sing that song. Are we going to be like in there rapping and dancing with each other today. I hope so.
0: I really do. I really hope so. Because, right? We're going to right? keep it spicy. <laughs> you are going to want to be in our retirement colony.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you're going to have dogs. There's going to be lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Yes. There's lots of dogs in heaven, too. Aw. All right. What else? Okay, what else do you have to say? That's it.
0: Hi. Just high level conversation, awareness around oxytocin. You don't need to know all the science behind it. You just need to know that you need to engage in social interactions because there's a very powerful hormone that will cover over almost all other hormones, all of all the other hormones, not almost. And it'll it's, it's so important for your health that you stay in that growth and repair and
1: oxytocin is its name. Right. And Last thing to say, like any simple thing of all the simple things you can do, a hug in connection and it's free, you know? So there is absolutely no reason if there, I mean, if there is something that trumps cortisol, do you know how hard it can be to bring cortisol down your stress hormone so hard? And this is a free, simple thing that we all just need to be more aware of. So don't be afraid to accept a hug. Don't be afraid to give a hug. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say, Hey, you look like you need a hug. Like, you know, (laughs) you might not want to do that to a random stranger in the grocery store. That would be weird, (laughs) but don't be weird. I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's important. So, uh, ladies, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. It was a short and sweet one today. Um, but I hope that you're going to reach out to other friends, give your spouse or partner a hug, make sure you're hugging on your kids. Um, and, and by the way, as we've said before, when you, you're teaching your kids how to live their life too, you're sh- leading so by good. example, right? So hugging on them, seeing you hug your spouse, they're learning to do the same thing for themselves. Lead so don't forget example. that too. Um, anyway, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok website is www.lifeafterkids.com.
0: Go have an amazing week. Just, just be your beautiful, vibrant self and and give more hugs. I love it.
1: Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time.